Hey guys, I'm Eric McLean. And I'm Kelly Gramlich. It's time to talk some ACC football. Let's go. Wednesday, everybody, and welcome into the Grand Lake and Mac Lane podcast, presented by Ingles, the official supermarket of Grand Lake and Mac Lane. Mac and I are in different locations today, as it is Thanksgiving. I am in the land of no Ingles. It's in Texas. It's been hard. It's because you're in a different country. You're in the country of Texas right now. It's true. It's very true. And Mac is at his parents, actually his mom's office, where he, all the pictures of the grandbabies are behind him. Which all, the really love. all the babies. All the babies. Mac, um, you've been cooking all day? Is that what you've been doing? Uh, you know, it's Wednesday, so this is a prep day. So we, we've got the turkeys. They're they're getting in the brine, good brine bath. Uh, you got to do that for about 24 hours or they just soak and get all those juices. Um, so we're, this is like the awkward, like waiting period, you know, where you're, you're just hanging out. Uh, now I will say my mother, uh, khaki, the, the ladies of the house have been grinding. Okay. They, oh. They've been working their tails off. Of course we had to go over to Ingalls, had to get all our stuff, uh, and, and been locked and loaded there guys. There's still time. It is Wednesday. They, they still will have some things there. Uh, would have liked if you shopped a little bit earlier, but it's here. Thanksgiving's here. KG is one of my favorite holidays. Uh, we're going to have a ton of people over at the house. As you guys know, my, my pops is retiring at the end of the year here. And so a lot of soldiers are coming in, a lot of families coming in. We're expecting upwards of 30 people. Uh, and so I cannot wait for that. It's going to be so much fun. Uh, but I do want to say this, KG, because this always happens. Mm-hmm. You Don't get frustrated. Don't get upset. If, if something doesn't go right, right, timing's off. You cook something wrong or something, it's okay. You're all together. It's family time. Enjoy that, people. Don't stress out. You might be driving down the road listening to this right now, freaking out about what you have to do. It's all good. We're all together. We're having a good time. So don't, don't let the stresses of this season creep in right now. I like that, Mac. We're blessed. And we have to be thankful. That's right. Remember the things that we're thankful for. And I am thankful that avid listener of the pod, my <laughs> amazing grandmother, Got to finally meet my son uh, yes. the last couple of days, and that's just been really fun. And she truly listens to every episode that we do, Matt. <laughs> Come on, Grandma. Let's go. The best. And she's been hanging out with her great-grandson, so that's been really fun. And I'm excited to get back to the land of Ingles, but of course not there right now, so I am sad. But <laughs> I am able to stay in touch with these messages from Ingles. So let's get to a message from Ingles. And then we will get to our special guest. Did you know Ingalls only sells USDA choice and prime cuts of meat? Maybe it's time to reward yourself. Our butchers cut all our meat fresh in the store every day. Grass-fed, organic, you name it. Not only that, we'll even cut it to order just the way you like it. And we grind meat fresh in the store multiple times a day. It's all in the bag. That's the best meat in town for the best folks in town. Ingles, low prices, love the savings. Appreciate our friends over at Ingles. Like I said, if you're doing some last second shopping, last minute shopping, actually it's last second. We're here, yeah, people. It's Wednesday. You got to go. It's last second. Uh, go over to our friends over at Ingles. They're going to take care of you. Have everything you need. They stocked up. They're ready for this. They understand it. And maybe you know, maybe even left some stuff in the back until Wednesday, just in case some people needed some stuff. Uh, but we've got a guy who doesn't leave anything back. This dude is full speed ahead. Uh, it's rivalry week. So, you know, we had to go straight to the Palmetto State to talk about this rivalry. And we had to go straight to Clemson to talk with my guy, Jeremiah Trotter. This was such a fun conversation. KG was 
30,000 feet up in the air while we were doing this. So it's just me solo. I was a little bit scared talking to an All-American linebacker. You know, those are terrifying guys. Uh, but I love this conversation. Jeremiah Trotter, one of the absolute best. Uh, so here's our interview with him. We'll talk about it more on the other side. Jeremiah Trotter Jr., man, I've been waiting on this interview. Very excited to talk to you today. Uh, how you doing, my man? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing great. Doing great. Appreciate you joining us. Hey, it's Thanksgiving week. It's rivalry week. Uh, obviously, at being a plate at Clemson, I kind of know how it goes, but what's the plans for uh, Thursday? You going to a teammate's house? You, you doing anything special for Thanksgiving? Uh, yeah, I'll be spending a little bit of time with um, my girlfriend's family. She, Some of her family lives in South Carolina, so uh, go over there, get some good food. There you go. Easy enough, man. It's always an interesting time. You know, I remember in high school, it was always a good thing when you're practicing on Thanksgiving because that means you're making a good run in the playoffs. And then here in college, it's just another thing. It's just what we do. Uh, so let's let's jump into this season a little bit, man, because, you know, I, I think that it, it's it's a bit of a tale of two seasons. You know, when, when you look at what you guys have been able to do, what you've been able to accomplish, and you really want to just start at that Notre Dame game because it seems like a lot kind of clicked for the team. And I'd love to hear it from your perspective. Uh, just what was that week like going into that game? Uh, yeah, that, that week was, um, you know, Coach Sweeney really challenged the team. Uh, both sides of the ball really just, you know, uh, give it your all and have a one-game season mentality. And, uh, you know, remembering last year how when we went to Notre Dame and how that game ended, uh, we, were, we weren't very happy with the results and how we played. Uh, so we came with a more, you know, aggressive mentality, trying to bring it to them. And we really just executed the game plan and had, um, you know, watched it on film. And a lot of guys just showed a lot of effort. It was max effort and everybody was straining to uh, get a win. Yeah. And one guy in particular, I'm talking to him right now. I mean, you, you balled out. That was a such a great game. Two sacks, a pick six. I mean, a monumental, uh, you know, play there. What was that like? I mean, did, did, did it feel kind of like a, a video game? I mean, I talk to offensive guys all the time when, you know, they're having big statistical games. But you were all over the place in this game. What would that feel like? Uh, it just felt good, and you know it was it was a, a great blessing. God gave me the opportunity to be able to make team plays for my team, and uh, put us in, in a better position to win. And uh, you know, talking about the pick six, you know, just being in that moment uh, was surreal. Uh, you know, just being able to break on the ball, and I got my hand on the ball. I was just thinking, don't fumble it first thing. And, uh, just, <laughs> but um, it was just a great blessing. I thank God. You know, He allowed me to uh, prosper in that game and make a lot of plays for my team. I love that, man. And I love you kind of taking us inside the helmet there, talking about the first thing you're thinking about, don't fumble. Do not let this ball go, because uh, obviously you don't have it in your, in your hands a ton, man. Uh, I, I want to further dive into that linebacker position, because it, it, it's the quarterback of the defense, quarterback's linebacker of the offense, however you want to look at it. And you know, as, as cerebral as you have to be and are, uh, I, I'm just so impressed. Every time I watch you, man, when, when you're calling things out, when you're seeing things before they happen, what, what is your process through just a, a normal week? I mean, when you talk about film and things you're looking at uh, without giving away too many trade secrets. Uh, really just, you know, I try to study linemen, study different off offensive uh, formations that, you know, our opponent is running and what they like to do out of that. Because sometimes you can get tells when you're out there on the field, uh, depending on like how their running back is aligned or, you know, a check that a quarterback makes when he's making an audible. Uh, and that just, just being able to understand that, the importance of that and seeing it on film, allows you to be able to play faster on game day and allows the game to move a little bit slower than, you know, just moving parts of everything moving fast and you're not doing what your job is. Um, I'm actually, I was actually just in the film, film, film room right now. Uh, I was watching a little bit of tape right before this, but 
Uh, that's really, um, you know, I just try to get in on, on Mondays, watch some game film, and just, you know, do a little bit of scouting of their most, uh, my opponent's most recent game and see how they attack different defenses. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that game in the end. I'm going to save that and kind of what you saw and, and maybe what you're thinking uh, there. I know it's only Monday. I know you got a lot more studying uh, to, to do there. Uh, but you, you talk about that preparation and, and things that teams do difficult. You guys are coming off of a North Carolina win that was extremely impressive. I mean, when you look at their pass offense, the things they're able to do, you guys hold them right at 200 yards. Defense just played so well. I thought Nate Wiggins had one of his best games of his career. What, what did you? What have you seen from this young defensive backfield, man? Because there's there's some young stars everywhere, and then you got a first round pick like Nate Wiggins, who's just getting better and better. Uh, yeah, talking about our secondary we, and like the young guys that we have, we got a lot of talent. Uh, you know, they came in. Um, you know, they probably weren't sure they were going to get much time, but you know, with the way that season went, and everything, uh, they were able to work their way into the, you know getting some more playing time, and they've been making plays, they've been balling out, and that's just a testament to like how they watch film, how they prepared during the week and how they work because uh, I mean at this level uh, as a freshman you got to come in with a, the right mentality and the right maturity to be able to actually make plays for your team and you know like you said you we've seen that on the field in the way that um, our young guys in the secondary position have played. Did, did you kind of know that going into this stretch? I mean have you seen that stuff in you know practice or, or maybe in the meeting rooms if they get called on with their answers is this something that you knew hey Whenever these young cats do get their shot, it's going to be special? Uh, I would definitely say, you know, in spring and fall ball, uh, you know, just watching the, our guys practice or watching them practice and make plays out there. And it's uh, how they progressed uh, from fall into the spring ball and uh, and whatnot, like how they study their playbook. I definitely could see there's something special there. But you never really know until, you know, you you see them in, like, actual game game time. You know, the bullets are flying. Uh, you know, a testament to them, you know, they, they – kept their poise and they've been making plays. And I really, uh, you know, I just know like from now on, just being a, from what I've saw in game and everything, they're going to be some really special players here at Clemson. Yeah. It, it's exciting to see. And I think exciting for Clemson fans, obviously to, you know, see that the future is very bright and that this defense is going to continue uh, to, to be a strength of this team as it has been for, for many years here. Uh, how about that big defensive line up front? Because I, I think, um, a lot of people were a little bit surprised, you know, when Tyler Davis and, and Ruka Rororo decided to come back. Um, but those guys have been excellent. You have Peter Woods, who there was so much expectation, and he's kind of coming into his own, getting into the stat book a little bit more. Uh, defensive end-wise, you know, those guys obviously playing at a high level. Uh, but but a guy, you know, a young freshman that, you know, and TJ Parker that w- you knew was good, right, when you look at the stars and the, rec- the, the rankings and all those different things. But all the attention was was on Peter, and then this guy comes out of nowhere, and you know I think is going to end up on a freshman All American team. What have you seen from that defensive line as the year has gone on? Uh, definitely, you know we got a lot of guys up front. You know, you know with our veterans, you know TD and and Rook, and then like you know young guys stepping in like Pete Wu and Peter Woods and uh, TJ Parker. Uh, those guys really, I mean, for a, as a linebacker, you love seeing those guys in front of you. I mean, they holding double teams are just. Uh, they take up a lot of attention of off <laughs> allows me uh, to make some of the plays that you've seen and as as well you know Baird and then all our all of our linebackers um but a big testament to them and uh, as far as you know Peter Woods and TJ Parker they they are grinders I mean ever since they got here they've been about their business been in their playbook you know not just know their job but know the people around them and what they're doing so they can play faster and you know uh, really uh, contribute to the defense and they've shown that out there on the field I think that's a really interesting point that you just said. They're not just 
memorizing what they do, but understanding the defense and understanding what other people do. What, why does that elaborate that on a little bit more? Why does that allow you to play faster? Yeah. When you know, you know what your teammate around you is supposed to do or, um, you know, what their responsibility is on a certain play it allows you to play faster. Let's just say, uh, TJ Parker, I know he has to spill the pulling guard coming around. I know I can just play fast and get back downhill and let, and, uh, fit that fit, uh, counter run a lot quicker. Cause I know where TJ is supposed to be. Uh, and I know where, as far as my run fit and, um, you know, being able to understand that, uh, understand, you know, how the, all the working parts, it, it just fits together like a puzzle. And when you know what, what your piece is by a lot faster and a lot quicker. Yeah. I love that, man. I love that. That's exceptional. Well, another guy that I've just seen really, you know, develop, come into his own, get more comfortable, uh, is your, your defense coordinator in West Goodwin. He's a guy that was around when I was playing, uh, and, and obviously a different role, but to see him in this opportunity, uh, to, to see his comfort level go through the roof. And you guys as a defense, I mean, you've been elite all year long, uh, but people are start, starting to to really understand that and realize that. What have you seen from him just growth-wise, you know, going into this year and maybe some differences of last year, but really mostly, you know, how he's grown up into this role and, and being really comfortable right now? Yeah, I'm, I'm really happy for Coach uh, Goodwin. You know, uh, he's he was also here my freshman year, so he's always been around. And, you know, when he stepped in that role, you know, I really, I was really happy for him and excited to see how it went. And, you know, he just pro- progressed, you know, since last year, all the way up to this year, just, you know, implementing different defenses, different, you know, styles and how we attack offenses and how we, you know, run our blitzes and stunts and, and uh, all those different schemes. Uh, he's been very creative about it and he's been, you know, implementing that into the defense and uh, really has showed, I mean, I, th- I think our defense over the year has definitely grown and become better. Uh, each game, and uh, that's a big testament to him as well. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's any question it shows on the field uh, in the things that it's able to do. I want to dive into your play a little bit more, man, because you, you've just been playing out of your mind and, and had a really great year, and I, I know you've got a couple of games left here and want to put you know an exclamation point on this. The way you play the game, you know, it, fearless, you know, your celebration, uh, you know, kind of, you know, in tribute to your father with the axe and the passion that you play with, does that all come from him? How did you kind of get that? Uh, really just, you know, a love for the game and, you know, um, you know, the love for, you know, him teaching me um, whatnot. You know, like you said, the celebration is a testament to him and like how when how he started. And uh, he basically, you know, said, you know, you did it once, so I'm going to keep doing it. And um, I, I just, I, that's what, you know, I'm <laughs> on and try to keep doing it. But uh, the passion that I play with just comes from the love of the game. And, um, you know, I just, I just love to go out there and compete. I, I love to go out there and win. And this, you know, that grind of just trying to get better day day in and day out and, uh, you know, learning from your mistakes and always looking for ways to improve. Uh, that's that's really what I love about this game of football, because, you know, uh, you can if you there's always ways that you can get better. Uh, you can you you don't want to settle in and, and feel like you, you've you've made it. Um, so I just love that grind of, you know, just always looking to improve and, and better myself. That's awesome. I love that. Great answer, man. Um, all right, this next one, I do want to move to the rivalry here because it, that's what week it is. That's what time it is. And uh, did you did you grow up a, a Clemson guy, a Clemson fan? Did you know the program? How how was you kind of raised that way? Honestly, uh, growing up, I didn't. I watched Clemson football. Uh, you know, you know the national championships against you know Alabama, and just you know watching how they you know play uh, their style of football. And um, you know, as a young kid, I definitely noticed the type of winning environment that that was there the uh the christian environment mm-hmm. uh Dabo had at clemson um but i didn't know too much about it until you know my recruitment process and i really just fell in love with it because you know 
learn more about, you know, how, how they, how they run things here. Right. So, okay. So very similar to me, I didn't know anything about Clemson before I got there. Uh, you know, and, and like you said, the recruitment kind of deal, and I didn't have the luxury of looking at national championships. Okay. That didn't happen until later in, in life there. Uh, and, and so I did not know about this rivalry. Now you do, and, and you got fully immersed in it, obviously as a freshman. Uh, what, what, what does this game mean uh, to, to not only you guys as a team, but to these fans and, and the opportunity you're going to have on Saturday night? Uh, you know, as far as the fans and, you know, people, you know, outside of the program, I mean, I've seen it I just on social media, you know, Clemson blogs, you know, different stuff. And, you know, South Carolina fans have a lot of passion about this game as well. And in the facility, actually, you know, it means a lot just because the rivalry is, you know, just all throughout the years of back and forth against South Carolina, uh, you know, the different, you know, drama that can come up with that. But, you know, every rivalry uh, has its own special, you know, flavor to it. And, um, you know, and this, we're very pumped up in the facility where we can't wait uh, to get out there. But, you know, we just remember that we can't make the game bigger than our, than what, bigger than what it is. We just got to execute our game plan and go out there and um, just remember it's, it's, at the end of the day, this is this game that we love. And uh, we just got to execute what, we, what we, we're going to plan throughout the week. Yeah, no, no question about it. What, what have you seen from those guys on tape? I know it's Monday. It's early. You got a lot more to dive into. But just kind of initial thoughts in this game of what you've seen. Um, and then maybe some keys on the back end of, of just what you guys need to do defensively to, to secure a victory. Uh, definitely, you know, they got a lot of talented players, you know, on their offensive side. Uh, it's all going to run through Rattler, though. You know, he's a very talented quarterback. He has a very strong arm, uh, can throw the deep ball, can throw uh, medium routes, short routes. Uh, he can really do it all, and he's very mobile. So we know that we're going to be able to stop this, contain him. Uh, and then we know, you know, as far as like wide receivers, they got talented guys across the board, and uh, one of the T- very, very talented ones is Leggett. Uh, he's going to be a challenge and somebody that we got to stop uh, going to the game. Um, but, you know, as the week goes on, we're going to, I know we're going to have a great game plan and uh, we just got to f- focus on what we do throughout the week and how we go into that game and making sure that we, everybody, 11 guys is doing their job. There you go. All right. Most important question. Last one for you. We'll get you out of here. Sweet potato pie or pumpkin pie? Uh, I probably have to go with sweet potato pie. There we go. My man, my man. I love that. Well, hey, brother, this was so much fun. Excited for you guys. Thank you for your time, and uh, good luck on Saturday. Let's get it done. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks again to Jeremiah Trotter for giving us his time during this crazy rivalry week. Mac, it's Clemson versus South Carolina. Clemson ranked, by the way. We'll talk a little bit more about the ranking before we get out of here after talking about this game. So we have number 24 Clemson at South Carolina. South Carolina is five and six. So they are a desperate team. This win in so many ways, Mac would save their season, right? Not only do you beat your rival (laughs) for the second year in a row. I mean, that's, I don't mean that as a dick. That's serious. Sure. And then if you win this game, you, you get to a bowl game. So bowl and beat your rival all in one. Plus it's at home. Plus it's at night, 7.30 PM. And so that place is going to be juiced up. There's so much at stake. And then, of course, for Clemson to get back on the right track after losing to South Carolina last year in a crazy game that I was at. That was wild, Mac. But let's start with Clemson favored by seven in Columbia, in your native native land. (laughs) I think that's about right. I mean, I think Clemson is more than seven points better. But the fact that it's on the road, the fact that it's a night game, I kind of see where Vegas is coming from there. Yeah. And, and, you know, you look at the home field advantage. So is it really 10, you know, having those three points at home there? Um, 
You know, I, I think it is close. It's interesting when I when I look at this game, and you know, you look at the struggles from the Gamecocks. Uh, you know, lost a lot of offensive linemen. I mean, that that was something that right from Jump Street you kind of saw was going to be a problem. Uh, really, no run game at all. Yeah. I mean, they're averaging two yards a rush. I mean, that's Ooh. that's tough. That's not good. Not good at all. And and so you you look at that and say, okay, very one dimensional team uh, that's going to throw the ball a ton. Now, listen, when, when you look at Spencer Rattler and the things he can do, uh, he, he's electric and, and a little bit spotty. You know, he, he has his games, has his moments. Um, Clemson, Tennessee last year, certainly two of those uh, where he just absolutely lit it up. So I, I know he's excited about this matchup to, to be able to do that again, you know, to Clemson there. But I, I really just think that the, the way Clemson is playing right now, especially in the secondary, Nate Wiggins is, is, is a bona fide superstar. That guy's going to be kind of following around their guy. You know, when, when you look at the things that, you know, Leggett has been able to do there, uh, Xavier, you know, he's a 1,200-yard receiver, very good player. Like, you have to know where 17 is at all times. Big dude, six foot three, 230 pounds. Really reminds me of Alshon Jeffrey a lot. Uh, just the things that he can do, you know, for this team. So Clemson going to have to, to be a, pay attention to that. And, and honestly, kind of like last week against North Carolina, Nate Wiggins followed Tez around a lot, and, and so we probably see that again. I mean, at the end of the day, I would hope you know that Nate's in these meetings saying, "I'm following 17 wherever he goes, I go," and, and you know, you build the rest of the defense off of that, and uh, you know, to take that challenge, solidify his first round draft stock. I think you know if he has a great game right here and, and can you know kind of limit this guy. I don't think you can shut him down. I think you try to limit him, um, and then the rest of the secondary, you know, just playing at a high level right now. A lot of young guys getting their opportunity. This is a rivalry game. It's a night game. It's going to be a little bit different than anything they've seen. But it's not disrespectfully, but that's the only guy. Like the next closest receiver is significantly below this dude. Like it's it's a major drop-off. Maybe not quite catches. It's about half catches, but yardage, you're talking about 12, 1,300 yards to 300 yards. I mean, that is a significant, you know, gap there. So, Clemson kind of knows what to do and who to target, and they just have to do that and get that done. Mac, my biggest concern with this game for Clemson is the fact that it's on the road. Clemson has been an absolutely different team at home. There's no argument with this. Clemson almost arguably should have beat Florida State at home. Clemson has been great against Notre Dame at home, great against Georgia Tech at home. The only game they really – Spotted a little bit was the Wake Forest game. And then, of course, great against UNC. So they've, they've been a different team. It's night and day. And now they're going on the road. You think of their road games this year. Duke, a catastrophe, right? NC State, really ugly. Miami, not good. So this is a whole different scenario for the Tigers. And that's, that's the only part that worries me is does Clemson revert back to some of its issues, specifically the turnover margin? The Gamecocks in a game where they struggled against Kentucky. They did win. They only had 257 yards of total offense. They had zero turnovers. They won that game because right. they took care of the ball, really. So right. if, if right. Carolina does that and Clemson doesn't, that to me, that's the only way this game gets weird, is if Clemson yeah. reverts back and if they struggle on the road. And Club Nick overall has struggled a bit on the road. You're relying on all sure. the young guys in that secondary on the road, maybe going to get some some stuff thrown at them by the fans. I'm just, I'm just saying it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> it's a simple thing, Mac, but truly it is to me the biggest factor here. 
because Clemson is just yeah. different when they're not at home. Sure, sure. And, and the the interesting thing to me, KG, is you know since that Notre Dame game, I think we, we everybody can sit here and say, okay, different team. These guys are playing at a much higher level. The other interesting part about that is, as you said, that they have not had a road test since then. They have all been at home, and, and you know maybe it's a timing thing. Maybe it is something about being you know with your own fans in your own atmosphere. Uh, but we'll see. You know, I, I do have to think. You know, obviously they're they're ranked. They're playing at a high level. They've beaten two ranked teams. You know, in in three weeks, that this is a little bit of a different team, and, and they've kind of figured it out. Different things on offense. They get the, both those backs going. You know, getting guys back healthy offensively. You know, especially at the receiver position, mm-hmm. uh, and just the the way the defensive backs have stepped up. So, sure. you know, I am fascinated. You're right, though, that this is going to be the true test and find out. Okay, this team really did turn the page. This team really did grow up and make the most out of the season. So you heard it from, from Trotter. You know, we, we heard it from Tyler Brown last week. We kind of asked, okay, what happened that Notre Dame game? And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they both said coach Sweeney immediately and, and, you know, kind of talk about how he challenged the entire team, players, staff, coaches, everyone involved in the program and asking them, what do we want to do? Who do we want to be? And uh, let's get it going. Let's get it fired up. And, uh, you, you know, we've seen a significant difference. So I am interested, though, that road environment is going to be crazy. Uh, if I can say anything positive about those chickens down the street is that they love their football and they're going to have that place rocking for a little while, for a little while. <laughs> Mac, that being said about the Clemson game, I do want to hit on these rankings. We alluded to the fact that Clemson is now ranked back in the CFP rankings that came out last night. We've got Clemson at number 24, NC State at number 22, I think well-deserved for the pack being ranked. Mac and the guys will be there this weekend. Louisville still at 10. So the ACC championship, if both those teams win, will be a top 10 matchup. Florida State drops to five. I think this is pretty crazy to me because you are projecting now. You're taking other factors into account besides the resume because Jordan Travis is hurt. Like, would you have, do you think they would have dropped Florida State if Jordan Travis doesn't get hurt? With that Washington win? That's the interesting part. That's the interesting part. Because they, they are coming off of, you know, a top 14 win or whatever it is. You know, a, against uh, an Oregon State team that, you know, it beat a lot of people and, and played at a very high level and, you know, still is ranked. I'm trying to find them here on, on the map. They're 16th. Um, and, again, I know this committee ranks. and Maybe they have initiatives of where they put people. Tennessee right there still ranks somehow, some way to give uh, – you know the 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 guys from Mizzou a nice win to keep them ahead of Louisville somehow. Um, but that that is a great question, and I would have obviously loved to seen that to 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 see. Okay, does that give them enough juice uh, to to rank them above? I did not think that that was going to happen uh, before the injury, just because it, you don't you don't hurt a team because of they didn't do the schedule. They they are who they are. They front loaded their schedule. You never put them number one. You know what I'm saying when when they should have been probably. Uh, or at least number two there. So it is fascinating to me. And now it's, hey, you got to go ball out. You've got to go play because obviously this is a massive, you know, kind of game coming ahead this next couple of weeks. And then, of course, the ACC championship. So, you know, Florida State, just be who you are, do what you got to do uh, and, and get it done there. And we've talked about this at nauseum. We'll talk about it more, you know, on Friday. But, you know, this team has to come together. They have to figure it out. And, and everybody has to take their game to another level, KG. Completely agree. I, I just feel like if the committee uses different criteria for each team. Each week, it seems looked, like. <laughs> yeah. 
and they've low-key done it every year. Now, if you want to use different criteria each week, okay, but use the same criteria for each team because you're not using the same criteria for Michigan and Georgia in terms of resume that you are for Florida State and Washington and these other teams. So just, just, just tell us that you were looking for an excuse to drop FSU and you used their quarterback having a devastating catastrophic injury to do it. Just tell us That's right. the truth. Just you tell us the truth. The- They'll hit us back with well, the, you can't handle the truth. <laughs> but I still, I know, I still challenge this committee to leave out an undefeated ACC champion. Right. We'll please, see please. if Florida State, all Florida State can do is win. Yeah, keep winning, no but, question. Take care of yourself. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I do like the respect for NC State down there. Um, didn't think we'd see Clemson yeah. yet, but I love that, obviously. No, and, uh, you know, a hot team, two very hot teams, you know, that, that I think deserve some love. So great to see that. Going to be fun to continue. Rivalry week. Cannot wait, KG, till Friday and to break all these games down. Uh, we'll be doing that coming up soon, guys. So, again, appreciate you tuning in. Big shout-out, Jeremiah Trotter Jr., Ross Taylor, for making this happen. Really appreciate you guys. Appreciate Ingles, our friends over there. And, of course, Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Hope everyone has an amazing day. Uh, and like I said, don't, don't worry about all the crazy stuff. Just have fun. Just have fun with your family. We're so blessed to be able to, to be with our loved ones and, and hope everyone has a safe, amazing day. And uh, we'll see you on Friday. So appreciate you guys. Go over to YouTube, subscribe, leave some comments, jump on the channel. The OGs, of course, as well on Apple Podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe there as well. We would greatly appreciate that. But until next time, we'll see you.